0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to yet another edition of the WAO Update with your host, Agent Frost, and my partner in crime, Big Daddy. Uh, How's it going, guys? Yes, we are going on our tag team run. Uh, Today's card goes as advertised. We're going to talk about Bound for Glory 2019, which uh, happened in Villa Park, not Chicago, according to uh, myself, because Josh Matthews... Didn't get the memo, but uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that show as well as uh, some major news heading into our main event of the evening. So with that being said, we're going to kick it off with the pre-show. Stay tuned. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the pre-show. Uh, some major news heading into uh, wrestling as Kenny Omega has become uh, the champion of AAA.
1: One of the champions
0: yes so this is major news because Kenny Omega this is what Kenny Omega's second time wrestling in Mexico mm. since, uh, rest, since the last time he was second there second major Kingdom?
1: I think I think he's gone down there no he yeah I think it's either his second or third
0: uh, yeah because it it, had, it was um it was first time being there this year this you
1: no know? yeah he's never been to Mexico yeah he has he went down to Mexico to face with the Bucks. That was this year. Yeah, it's what you said. You, yes, you said this first I said. Time this year.
0: Yes, first time going to Mexico this year. I.e. him facing the Young Bucks and also him becoming the champion. I'm talking about before this year. He's never been to Mexico.
1: Oh, yeah, before this year, yeah.
0: That's what I was talking about. Okay. But all in all, uh, yeah, good for him. You know? Uh. What else are we going to talk about? Oh, yes. uh, About Vince McMahon pretty much uh, not letting Seth Rollins wear white anymore.
1: I guess you can't wear white after Labor Day.
0: Because, uh, what was it? I mean, do you remember when Seth Rollins wore white? Nine of Champions 2015? Yeah. When he was facing off against John Cena and Sting? No, was it SummerSlam when he beat John Cena to become U.S. champ?
1: It was SummerSlam.
0: Yeah, somewhere around there. Because uh, that was a double championship match. Um, I don't know. I, I like this white gear. It's something different. But I guess Vince is weird like that. So, I don't know. Can't please everybody, you know.
1: Unfortunately. Yeah. All right, so uh, two more from the rumor mill? Um... I guess the news is uh, Seth Rollins talks about the possibility of a match with Kenny Omega. That
0: I, has... That I is, don't want to see it. I don't want to see it either. It's... It's going to kill K kayfabe for me.
1: Although it's quite comical. I guess uh, Zariah during a, during a meet and greet uh. during a meet and greet uh... Uh-huh. uh Q&A session at the uh, uh, Fandomatic Tour right. convention. Somebody asked him about the possibility and somebody just came out and said when Kenny's done playing in the minor leagues over there oh, I guess he said this when Kenny's done playing in the minor leagues over there, he can meet me on the biggest stage in the world of WrestleMania. Now that I wouldn't have a problem with.
0: yeah. Uh, the only time will tell
1: yeah um, so 205 Live is coming back full time
0: yes because they're recruiting people now which is smart uh, to, I don't care to be honest I really don't care I mean they should have done this years ago we're bringing you know stars from the main roster that are under and just have them showcased in 205 Live I
1: just think they need to drop, they need 205 live, and honestly, pump it up to 210. You'll get more athletes that are in the 210 range versus the 205 range, and a five-pound weight difference really isn't much of a difference.
0: I think, here's the thing, though, it's like, you already put in, oh, the NXT Cruiserweight Championship, is that going to be defended on 205 live? Like, the, it it makes no sense. Is what I'm trying to say.
1: I agree. Because it's already being defended on NXT. And it's working great as the NXT Cruiserweight Championship.
0: Right. You already got a direction. Just stick with it.
1: Um, And last, uh, I'm liking... I'm kind of digging this. New Japan uh, is going to be coming back to America again. Oh, that's It looks like they're going to have a full swing. Mm -hmm. Not just three shows. Not the, not just the MSG, Daytona, and I think it was, what was it, Texas this year? So they've openly said that they may, uh, they want to expand into the United States, but they also want to expand the North American Championship or the United States Championship. So and we may have, like, okay. a G1 Classic-style tournament.
0: That's good. I mean, the, ch- the current champion is who, uh, Lance Archer... The, the former Lance Hoyt. Because I think he won the vacant belt once uh, they stripped Moxley. While he's looking that up, guys, uh, shout-outs Time, shout-outs to no DQ for all your news and rumors. Shout-out to Wrestling Inc., Cage Side Seats. And uh, shout-outs to one Brian Zane and Alex, Queen of the Ring. You can follow her on the. Uh, Her YouTube channel. She's part of the Wrestling With Regret team. Reviewing Smackdown. And um, obviously all of our local wrestling talent.
1: Yes, Lauren Archer. Okay.
0: So with that being said guys. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the main card.
1: M-m-m-m-m-m-m-m-m main card time. <sighs> Let's talk about this uh, small kind of pay per view known as Bound for Glory.
0: Right, it looked real
1: small, didn't it? But it was a sellout, though. That's what matters.
0: I know that it did sell that. It did sell out. Ladies in, and gentlemen. in
1: Chicago, of all places. Villa Park, Chicago. Villa Park, same goddamn. No, it isn't.
0: <laughs> Villa Park, Illinois. <laughs> Uh, sold out crowd so they did have a solid attendance I really did like that what I didn't like was Josh Matthews saying all the Chicago references Chicago the windy city Chicago Chicago I'm like we
1: all know you're in a suburb right now and also he was in rare fuck up form he had a lot of commentary botches, which is unusual him for him. Him and
0: Don Callis.
1: It's Don Callis. I expect Don Callis to no, botch. No, but
0: it's like towards cringeworthy.
1: It really was, because it's almost like he was purposely doing it. Right. Like Josh Matthews, that was rare form for him.
0: Very true. So let's go with the uh, Call Your Shot uh, Battle Royale. The winner rece- uh, can choose to face against a champion of his or her choosing.
1: Which I find interesting that they put that clause in when they said that they could choose any title.
0: Mm. Maybe put prestige on one. Well, my thing was, is like... It's like, automatically go for the Impact World Championship. But, they might want to put prestige to other titles.
1: And it's... I'm thinking of it from a guy... from a male performer standpoint. Uh-huh. What if I want to be stupid and go after the Knockouts title? I don't know. Not only time will tell. I'm just saying... Cause I could see I could see the winner freaking doing something stupid like that. Foreshadowing. Uh I'm saying in general, whoever won it. Entering at number one
0: is uh Eddie Edwards.
1: Can we talk about those dreads?
0: Yeah, no go. <laughs> it's a no go for me. I mean As Randy Jackson would say, that'd no be nice. a no for me, dog. So uh we had a couple of surprises in this match. Mm-hmm. Uh, one including the Impact Wrestling's newest signee, once again, Joy
1: Ryan. And another one of Impact's newest signings, Kaylee Ray. Yes. Which let's. Kylie Ray. Kylie Ray. Ray. Yeah. She looked good. Mm-hmm. She looks happy. I know that's her character, but she looks happy.
0: Yes. Uh, There's a couple of uh, special appearances from Swaps, uh, Swallow, uh, a lot of intergenders. Not mentioned. Kylie you also had Jimmy, ha- uh, not Jim- Jessica Havoc, uh, Rosemary, Jordan, Grace, and Kira
1: Hogan, which was very disappointing. Can we talk about the? Uh, okay, I mean no disrespect with this, and this is not sexist. This is not me being a chauvinistic pig. She does not look good right now, Kira Hogan. Yeah, she's yeah, she- lost too much weight.
0: It's not the fact. That, well, it's just her appearance. Her, her her style is not my style. Not for me. Like like the whole Dreads Barretts looking thing and the gear and the,
1: yeah, I don't like the the blue the, yeah the blue extension she had in with the blue gear. Like, it okay, looks off. It looks like she's trying to be too Naomi. Hard. Well, no, it looks like she's trying too hard to piss off WWE.
0: I don't know if that's the case, but, but I'm,
1: I'm saying personally. Okay. Um Fulton was
0: very good in this. I thing.
1: think Fulton was the workhorse.
0: Fulton the was very good in this. Um we had the ever so kayfabe killing Dick Spot with uh
1: everybody that was in the match at the with time. With
0: everyone in the match at the time. Eddie, one of the one of the um, one of the one of the deaners, uh Reno Scum and Rehit. And he did the flip, and out goes you know, right. a rehead, re-head and, uh, and Renos fat burner.
1: Thorstone. I mean, it's funny. I like it because it's Joey. If it was anybody else trying it, it looks stupid. I
0: mean, throwing some comedy in a match is fine.
1: Well, it's not just that. it's also the attempted low blow... Or not the Null but the um, the Ball Buster uh-huh. that hurt Fulton. Yeah. I like the fact that they're keeping true. I mean, if you if he has a Super Dawn and an Atomic Drop won't hurt Super Dawn. I don't know. It, it, I've always
0: been kind of iffy with stuff like this. So. I mean, I don't mind the whole. You Know kicking me in the nuts, and I have balls of steel or some shit, but I don't know. The dick, the dick plex is up, is up in the air. It to me, it's just comedy. Um, the final four, which was Falaba, Eddie Edwards, Fulton, and Shira, who was the last entrant. Shira Shira looks Shira, good. yes, he does. I, I did mean. love the Samoan drop off spot to Falaba when he got out the ring. Yeah, that's a whole 380
1: pounds on you. And the factor when he just climbed up the ring with Eddie. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, Eddie is lightweight in comparison to Fala um, or... But he's Fong. still a big... He's still a man. He's still a man. Yes. He's still 200 plus pounds. Exactly. And he just walked up those ring steps like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. But then again, it's like, I thought about it and I'm like, well, he's in great shape. And then Donovan, Man, like, wait, he just got released from WWE. And he spent all that time in the DC. So, obviously, he's going to be in WWE shape. Yes. And um, he's improved a little bit. Well, I mean, I guess you could say that the PC did wonders for him. Granted, yeah, he may have not been up to WWE standards at the time, but he did learn a lot from some of the best in the business. Very true. Um, So, what was it? Fulton got eliminated? Fulton got eliminated by Eddie. And and then took it out on Eddie. And then, yeah, he did the... uh, I would say a buckle, uh, a buckle bomb onto the turnb or onto the uh, ring, uh, the ring side. Yeah. Which I will say this with Eddie, Eddie is no no joke takes bumps harder than anybody. He's not one to cover his head when a chair gets thrown at him from Sabu. Yeah. Or oh yeah,
0: Sabu was in this match.
1: Which he only had one screw up. Yes. Which is good. He's he's improved in his old age. Well I guess technically you could say two cause when he went for when he got the clothesline from hell that was supposed to throw him over from Shira. Yeah, they didn't time that correctly. They didn't Did time it correctly. Yeah. But then though that could just be a Shira not has never worked with Seba before. Probably. So maybe he didn't... I mean, I'm, I'm giving the benefit of the doubt on that one and saying that he didn't know the timing. Miner, minor, minor botch. And then he had that save, too. Mm-hmm. So I guess it kind of counteracts the botch. He had the save. Yep. Uh,
0: Well, the final two ended off in just a, a one-fall match. Eddie won with the Boston Knee Party. So Eddie goes off, uh, is,
1: is the winner of the
0: Call Your Shot Battle Royale.
1: Can we talk about that stupid-ass cup? That idiot. That stupid-ass excuse for a trophy. Yeah. At least it's not a green belt. Yeah. Hey, I'll take the belt over the cup any day. I'm agreeing, but I'm saying just color-wise. Yeah. They could have at least given him like that, how in the intro they showed that OVE had that little briefcase thing. Uh Uh-huh. Something like that would have been better. Because then he could open it up and have like his crazy-ass grin... And snap it close before the camera can take a look at what's inside. Yeah, it's just give him a briefcase with a contract inside. Uh,
0: overall, I'll give it two and a half out of five. It was a very standard battle royale. Mm-hmm. Um, some fun spots in there. Some people look good, i.e., Fulton, Shira, and Eddie's resilience. And um, yeah. Oh, no, even Tommy looked pretty good. Tommy did look good. Tommy Dreamer was in this match at like every battle Royale. Tommy Dreamer's in it. Yeah, Honor. as Josh Matthew says, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, anytime there's a battle royal, you know Tommy. Ring Hill. of Honor, AEW, like, come on. Dude. WWE. WWE. Uh, so, yeah, two and a half. I, w- I wasn't mad about
1: this. No, it was a good, solid, like, opening segment. hmm It wasn't overly flashy. No. It was just a good, solid match. What would you give it? Um... Honestly, I give it a three. I mean, as battle royals go, it's not anything overly like, oh my god. Yeah. It's not like, what was it? It's not like uh, Royal Rumble when AJ came in. Mm -hmm. Very true. All right, next match. uh, Knockouts title match.
0: I have Valkyrie with John E. Bravo taking on to Neil Dashwood. Two star. Two star. Because of Johnny. I give it a three. This was a solid knockouts match. I agree with the whole Johnny Bravo thing uh, thing killed it. With the whole um, interference and passing the chain, which was not needed. And we'll get to why. Mm -hmm. Um... They did do a botched power driver on the apron. Like, it looked like Tay was going to drop her.
1: But at the same time, though... But
0: they did save it, so um, it's only a minor.
1: But the reason I think it's not a botch is because it plays into the storyline. Because Tanil had been taking it out on her legs. Okay. So if you look at it, she was, quote,
0: selling If that's the, case, the though, weakness. If that's the case, though, don't go for it. Uh, I like the comeback from Tenille Dashwood. Yes, I agree. A good babyface comeback. Uh, Especially
1: with the chain aspect.
0: Yes. She threw out the chain, but she still lost. So the chain didn't mean anything because Tay Valkyrie won with the Road to Valhalla.
1: So... And surprisingly... If you
0: took out Johnny Bravo's entire shtick, I would give it a three and a half. Because it was actually pretty good. If you take
1: Johnny Bravo out of the equation like he was supposed to be... Um, I would have would have given it a three. All right.
0: Johnny Bravo, just destroying knockouts matches left and right. That's what he does. Yep. Even when he was a referee, he did it. Yes. And who was the referee for this match? Ryan Stifler. That was really that was Stifler. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Stifler's back. Stifler's back. Awesome. Okay. See, and see and that's bad when I don't even recognize one of my favorite freaking impact re- uh, referees. Right. Shout out to Stiff. Um,
0: we had a pretty good promo with uh, RVD and Rhino leading up to the triple threat tag match. My biggest issue with this match is that it should have just had all the representatives of the tag teams in the ring.
1: So you think... See, to me, I think it should have been a tornado.
0: Like triple threat and then... Like a true tag, triple threat? They tag out. Yeah, like a true triple threat. Not just two people in the ring and you have one tag team just staying there.
1: My thing is, I think it should have been... If they're going... And this this is one thing that Impact can take away from WWE. Mm. Is how they do their triple threat tags. Yes. They do their triple threat tags more of a tornado. Uh, more, more or less more or of less, a tornado. More or less. And they definitely have more... T- uh, one team being tagged in by another team. Or one another team tagging in on somebody else.
0: Yes, definitely. Um, so we had the team of RVD and Rhino, uh, the Nort, uh, <sighs> Ethan Page and Josh Alexander.
1: God, he's, Josh Alexander's got to drop that fucking hanker.
0: <laughs> Rich, thank you. Rich Swan and Willie Mack. Which,
1: they now, to me, they were the workhorses.
0: They, they were the workhorses. Uh, let's. Did you take a good look at the North's t-shirts? You know what they remind me of? The old school TNA logo?
1: I think that's why they did it. Yeah, I was like, nice. Yeah, I think it's th- shoutouts outs to the s- upcoming pay-per-view. Solid throwback.
0: Now, let's get to the perhaps the only botch of the match was thanks to Ethan Page when he tried to do the backstabber to Rich Swann. Did Rich Juan land it? And, yeah. His landing was off. But that's that's the only botch. I mean, it's, it's, it's a 3.5 out of 5 for me. Very good tag match for the tag titles. Um, can we talk about RVD for a second?
1: That heel turn?
0: Did he dye his hair?
1: It looks like he did.
0: Yeah, I was about to say. And he looks slimmer. Like, he looks in good shape.
1: He looks like he's in... Better shape. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. he looks in much better shape now than Hell, when, even he de- Rhino when, looks... when he debuted. Yeah. He, well, no, when he came back to Impact. He even, looked much he, better.
1: Even Rhino looks like he slimmed down.
0: Yeah, Rhino looked really good too. But, uh, but RBD really impressed me him about how smooth he was. Oh,
1: he's much this more... This is the
0: smoothest I've seen him in his whole career. Arguably. <laughs> I, would say, so, I would say... Like, since the, ro- like the Rolling that... Thunder. The, oh, the Rolling uh, Thunder was spin, amazing. The spinning back kick. Like... It did not look sloppy. It looked pretty no, good. it looks almost fluid. Yes, but you mentioned a heel turn. Now you ruin everything. Um, You're welcome.
1: I'm heel team six,
0: bitch. Swan Swan and Mac had some very good double team moves. Oh yeah. Especially uh Willie Mac when he did the uh, flip dive. You know, that wasn't a t- that wasn't a. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the the flip dive that he did. See Big Man go to get oh, yeah. on that when he did
1: the five when he did his six star, yeah.
0: And RVD was just like, even RVD, RVD looked at it like, okay. And the commentators were very like, oh, he, he seems upset, he seems upset. Leading to the heel turn via RVD to Rhino to and he knocked out Rich and Swan, no, Rich, Swan, and Willie Mack. And the North uh, took the advantage and won. Um, this is the first time R.E.D. has been heel in 21 years.
1: Yep. So it'll be interesting to see what he does.
0: Yes. Uh, since, um, his, since when he was teaming with Sabu in 98. This is the first time we've seen him heel and, uh, very, and he took his ponytail out. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Very
1: typical heel move.
0: Right. But it's weird for R.E.D. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I would like to see where this goes. Cause remember, I was telling you, if I already had the tag team with anybody to be Sabu, but so I, I kind of figured him and Rhino wouldn't do so well. Uh, the North did. The North did look pretty impressive. It only made sense after that heel turn for them to uh, retain the bills. Yeah. So Three and a half. Three and a half. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get to quite possibly the most, to me, to me, interesting and good and bad, Michael
1: Elgin versus Marfushi. I'm going to be honest, I slept through that match.
0: Okay. I took an out. Now, I'm not going to go on a soapbox that much, but I will say this. If this were in Japan, I'd give it a 3 out of 5. But it's not in Japan. So I give it a two out of five. There was a couple of things that I did like, the uh, Michael Elgin's uh, Tope, the suicide dive, the um, chop, the the strong style spots were pretty decent. Uh, I love how Mar, the Mar, the resilience of Mar Fuji, you know him just taking everything Michael Elgin has. Until Michael Elgin finally won with the burning hammer. He used a burning hammer, and for if for guys who don't know what a burning hammer is, it's like you you um you got your opponent up in a torch rack position, and you drop him on his head. That's a burning hammer. That's something that we only see in Japan, and I think it was used by correct me if I'm wrong either Kenta Kobe, probably Kenta Kobayashi. Kenta Kobayashi, um, but it was. Um, There was a couple of things that pissed me off. One, the match was so slow. Two, Marfuji killed Kayfabe in this match. There were so many times he got reversed and he had time to take advantage before Michael Elgin hit a move. Because when Michael Elgin was going to hit a move after he caught Marfuji's leg... It like time stood still. He took forever to punch him. And he just took the punch. Like, why not kick him in the face? Or move out the way? For goodness sake, man. Like, Michael Elgin moves so slow in this match. I, I don't understand. Like, I don't know. Oh, he's powerhouse. But still, like, this is ridiculous.
1: In, in the words of Christian Miracle. It's
0: like time wasting in the, in the midst of time wasting. That's why I gave it a two out of five. I just did. I stopped caring. And the match went a little bit too long. So that was that. Let's get to the ma- Let's get to the uh, arguably the second match tonight, the uh, X Division title match. It was a five person ladder. You had Tessa Blanchard come out. I like her outfit. The da- the Diamond S thing with the mask. Very lucha esque. Uh AC Romero, who was re- who's also recently signed. He was there. Ace Austin. El Jefe Daga. And uh Colonel Jakes Colonel Jake Christ.
1: Can we talk about that blonde hair? Colonel
0: Jake Christ. I said that for a reason. You put Colonel Sanders next to Jay Chris. The only just th- like two differences. He's blonde and he has no glasses. Yeah. But he looked like Colonel Sanders out there with his white gear. Um, the Golden Draw, as they call him. I give this a four out of five. This was a really good ladder match. Um, I like how I like how they um, pretty much made Ace Romero Ace, Ace Romero look really strong in this. Yeah, you know, I really did like it. Um, the Tessa and Jake Chris continuity, I like that. Yeah. At the start or, of the match,
1: or and then the the uh, the reoccurring theme of Ove versus Tessa throughout the entire match,
0: as we will get to um, the Daga Romero teeter totter spot
1: that was pretty funny
0: where where uh, AC A- 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 Romero had the ladder and he hit Ace Austin so since both of these guys are named Ace I'm just going to say Romero and Austin so Romero uh, had the ladder in hand while Daga was on the uh, turnbuckle hit the opposite side of the ladder and flew and hit Romero right in the face liked it uh, the Tower of Doom spot pretty interesting it different very different Um, I did like the Canadian destroyer that Daga did to Crist through the ladder. Even though we've seen that before, it still looked mighty impressive. What looked even more impressive was Tessa Blanchard pushing Romero off
1: the ladder through the table. That looked painful as all. Hell. Yes. That was the spot of the night for me.
0: Yes, it was. Very awesome. Great way to put Tessa over and she was inches away of getting the strap. until uh, the Christs plural. Yeah, Jake, yeah Dave, and he had Fulton come out and cost her the match. But she still yeah, it she um, they almost cost her the match. She still went back up, you know, fold them off. And then boop Ace Austin appears. Wax her off with the cane. And grabs the knockouts, not knockouts. The X Division title. So Ace Austin is your new X Division champion. I don't know how to feel about
1: that. I'm okay with it because it's not Chris. I guess so. Is like and anyone but Chris? And Nova's gonna kill me for saying that.
0: Uh, but
1: I, I yeah I don't know. It's like he's a. In my opinion, he's a better representative of what the X division used to stand for. Being a true flyer.
0: I just, yeah, Ace, it was good for Ace Austin, I think. And it kind of, um, you know, because the whole towel spot with him and, uh, uh, I forgot who Eddie's wife is. Eddie Edwards. Alicia. Alicia. Alicia Edwards the the whole, you know, oh we're gonna celebrate after I won the title. Spoiler alert he won. No. Yeah. But yeah, I give it a four out of five. This was a really good ladder match. What would you
1: give it? It's honestly I give it a four out of five as well. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best ladder matches we've seen in bar nine across all platforms this year. Okay.
0: Now we get to the most disappointing match. Uh I mean what did I expect? It was Moose versus Ken Shamrock. Now, before I get to the match.
1: Who the fuck is that trainer?
0: Frank Trigg. A former MMA guy. He was with TNA before uh-huh. uh, with Kurt Angle when he faced off against Samoa Joe. Locked out in 2008. Um, can we talk? Okay. The, promo le- the promos leading up to it was pretty good. Um, Moose's entrance. They should have. I like the whole spotlight thing with the smoke and, you know, Moose had a really grand entrance. His brother lip synced hit the song again. Yeah. I'm just like, did they not learn the last time he did this? Oh, don't do this, people. Um, Ken Shamrock came out, looked in really good fighting shape. Yeah. Which. And that's perhaps the only good thing I'm going to say about this match. This was a one and a half out of five, and here's why. Bosh overhead tosses by Ken Shermock. looked like Moose was bumping off of him. Um, and although you should, but Ken Shermock didn't put in the effort to make it look real. Yeah. Um, cringe interference by Frank Trigg. The whole holding to the leg and the time stood still. Pretty much just destroying everything. Um, Turnbuckle spot. The botch ring post shot. Ken Shamrock um, didn't hit the right turnbuckle. He went for the middle instead of the top. So, can't do that. Moose's moonsault. That was nowhere near closest. Nowhere near Ken Shamrock. It looked like he just did that for the hell of it. Because he just couldn't care less about this match. Yeah. And uh Moose won when he overshot a spear. <laughs> did you see that? Moose suplexed himself.
1: Yeah, he did. <laughs> and the words of Rob Deerdick, oh, that's a scorpion.
0: Oh, that's a, no, that's a
1: lawn chair. <laughs>
0: he just folded. <laughs> This, this is straight comedy, and it shouldn't have been. It's a blood feud, but it was comedy. It was hilarious for all the wrong reasons. That was horrible. Goodness. I, hope it would, I was hoping that it would have been a Lions Den match. It would have protected Ken. And not hurt Moose. But this match really hurted Moose. Oh my gosh. What, what, what are your thoughts, man?
1: What you said.
0: <laughs> rating?
1: Doesn't get one. Okay. To me it doesn't deserve a rating.
0: Alright, because like... The only reason I gave him a one and a half out of five is because in the beginning it looked like they were trying to have a decent match. And I did like the whole Ken Shamrock... The no, the uh, the chop and the him, no chops. the no cell chops, and the no touch uh dive. That was pretty cool. Though. That was pretty cool looking, but everything else just fell off a cliff. Now, let's get to the main event of this card: Sammy Callahan versus Brian Cage for the Impact World Championship. Uh, I loved Sammy Callahan's promo. I absolutely adored
1: it. Especially with the subtle jab at the, the Fed. Fed. You know, saying they, that they wanted to change everything yes. about him.
0: This was very fourth wall breaking. Yes. But I loved it. So, very good promo. Um, Brian Cage coming out looking like fresh out of freaking uh, San Diego Comic Con with the Weapon X attire. I thought it was hokey, but whatever. It yeah. He's a nerd. We all know. Uh,
1: I love how they just went straight to the match. Yeah, there was no champions interview or uh, championship introduction. Introductions. He's like, screw it, let's fight. The claw spot. That was nice.
0: Yeah, when he just raked his. The head. biting and
1: how Josh Matthews went off. Oh my God! He fucking bit him. Get him away from me! <laughs> that was great. But yes, go in depth more about this match, big. Um, for me personally, this is on the short list of match of the year. Mm-hmm. Between any brands, I would say I would put that up there with. Some of the stuff the Lucha Brothers have done. And the Fatal Five-Way. Fatal Five-Way! At, five way. at uh, Triple, A, uh, Triple Mania. But if you like just straight-up beatdowns, this is the match for you. Both sides were no-holds-barred. We're literally going at each other's throats. Brian Cage doing the no-hand suicidas... And landing them perfectly. Um, let's see how many things were broke. We had an eye in the table spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in the table's defense, it was a ringside table. Yeah. That was not supposed to be broke. It was not gimmicked, because it's the it was the ring or the uh, timekeeper's table. Yeah. And it was a thick-ass freaking board. Um, There were some scary... Some dangerous, scary moments. The first time that Callahan tried to go through said table, the back of his head legitimately hit the freaking ring bell. Yeah, that looked like it sucked. Um, Then Brian Cage going through a barricade. Twice. Yeah. Uh, Callahan going through a barricade. The thing, if if I had to say one negative to this match, yeah. it would be Cage's no sell of the uh, tombstone. Yeah, a lot
0: box. of people did not like that, and it. I didn't like it either. I'm like at least sell a little bit for that. Good grief! I know you're a monster, but this is like, if you if he was fresh, I would get it. But he wasn't.
1: No, you just legitimately gave and took an ass weapon. Yeah. But, I mean, outside of that, this is a four and a half. I'd give it a four.
0: Um, But not to take away from it, it was a really good main event. And the right person won. Yes. So, overall, this show... Was one of the better bound for glories. I agree. Like all in all, I mean, the good was good, the bad was bad,
1: but it's and he had typical. some fun in the middle. Yeah, I mean that's typical impact.
0: Right, and you know, I I give it a I give it a B. It was very good. I give it a B plus. Okay. Yeah, I I, I give them I give this one a B. The only thing I did not like, uh, well, I already went through it. Also, they gotta work on those cameras. I agree. Those transitions were... There were too many... Well, there were also there too many... There were too many, many dead... There's too many dead camera angles.
1: Well, there were too many... Let's go back to the... Uh, back right corner. hmm It's like they were cycling through. Yeah, they were trying to find the right camera. <laughs> right.
0: It's, it's kind of like uh, those old wrestling games where you're just cycling through the indicator winning which person do I have to attack. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh. Yeah, camera scrolling, don't do it. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is our review of Impact Bound for Glory. The next time we will see them on pay per view is Hard to Kill, which summarizes the entire company on January
1: of 2020. (laughs) Did did you see the memes ever come out about that? There was one that had Batman after he got his ass kicked by Superman, Uh and he kept lifting his head up and getting up, and he's like, Damn. Impact ju- is hard, just as hard to kill as Batman is. What the hell do they have to do?
0: Very true. Like cockroach. So, we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen, with our main event of the evening. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, here comes the most random topic of the... Well, it's not random right now. It's the main event of the evening, isn't it? Yes. So, uh, we were talking off the cuff about this off air. And Big D brought up the fact that Impact is having a old school pay-per-view known as TNA.
1: A TNA old school one night a TNA one night only. And
0: he was talking about how the Young Bucks and Motor City Machine Guns were gonna be. Yep. So we got into just throwing out names of who who, who we would like to see. So let's do it this way. We throw out ten names apiece on who can make it. And then we put together five matches.
1: Okay. So I'll go first. Okay. I think we should do one on ones. That way we're not picking different well that way we have different people. Cool. Um, I'm gonna go with Loki. Loki, Jerry Lee. Um, obviously Motor City.
0: Motor City? Okay. Uh Shelley and Sabin.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to go with Bad Influence. Daniels and uh, Kazarian.
1: One half. Oh, James Storm. Uh, Petey Williams. One that I'd love to see, but I highly doubt it will happen. In Pink. I would love to see that too, to be honest.
0: Good grief. Okay, so. Three more. No, four more. Four more. Okay. Um, no, we... Yeah, we did name three tactics. So three, well, we did name tactics. So that's three more because you started. Um, Let's see. Three more. We talked about all the males. Let's talk about some of the females. I will let... If it was possible, I would like to see Daphne. Okay. But she's not an old school she came out. She was like
1: later on. T- but she still, she was still T N A, not Impact.
0: Yes, yeah, so I guess she counts. But I'm gonna go with Amazing Red. Okay. Sienna. She's Impact.
1: But she's still old. She's still now considered old school.
0: Yeah, net. Na- <laughs> oh, so we got twenty sixteen old school. Um, you wanna see Sienna? All right, that's that's fine, I guess. I'm gonna say the old LAX. Hernandez, Hernandez and homicide. homicide. So that can happen. Yeah. So that so that so that's our list of names. So if we had to put those list of names mat in matches, what would it be? Okay. Um, so you do two. I do two. it will both do the main.
1: Okay. So tag match. Okay. Triple Threat, just because I want to see it. Yeah. You have the currently named Young Bucks. Generation Me. Generation Me versus Motor City. Yeah. Versus Ink Ink.
0: Okay. You just doing all old school, okay?
1: Yeah, I, I just I want to see that match. Okay.
0: Yeah, because we're not doing old school versus new school.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh... But if you think that you could figure one out. I think I... Have well, I can put in an old-school match. A match...
0: Depending on how... Depending on how good he still is. A match that we were robbed of in Hardcore Justice. Jerry Lynn versus Rob Van Dam. That'd be a nice one to see. Yeah. They don't have to do anything outstanding. They just need to
1: put on a solid effort yeah. for me. So, for me... I'm gonna pull a U. Go ahead. I want to see Ultimate X. Nice. Who are your four participants? Loki. Yep. One we did not name in Shark Boy. Yes. Lava Girl, just because I always have to say it. I'm just kidding. Um, Hernandez. Yep, he was in. He was in X Division. Ultimate X match. Our ultimate, and then. God, I want to say I want to say AJ, but he can't come.
0: How about Amazing Ray?
1: No. I got one better. Ooh. The originator of the Canadian Destroyer.
0: I was going to say Petey Williams,
1: but that would have been too obvious. Yeah, but I mean, throw Petey in there. Okay. Because of the long-standing feud that P.E. and Hernandez had. I have never heard of that. I didn't say it was an impact. Okay.
0: Uh, so you mean homicide? I don't know. Either way, uh, let's see. Let's see. I'm going to do another throwback. I'm going to put in Monster's Ball.
1: But Monster's Ball won't be the same if Without the this thing. ain't in it. I know. It's...
0: Okay, so I can't do that. Ooh, we can. No, I don't want to. But here's why. We'll, we'll say that to my main event stipulation. Spoilers is King of the Mountain. Um, That's. Why I figured you were going there. I want to see a two out of three falls
1: between Amazing Red and Homicide. Nice. See, but I was going to say, we could do a Monsters Ball, because we can throw an old, He's I guess now, old school. Relic? No. (laughs) I guess, yeah, he's a relic now. Yeah. Crazy Steve.
0: Relic, crazy, Crazy Steve was not TNA.
1: No, but he's one of the originators of the Masters I know, Ball. but if
0: we we're just going with TNA, then you might as well stick with that. True. But, yeah, I, I if if we were going to put an extra match, you know, Monsters Ball with Relic, uh, don't put Sharper in there. Um, no, definitely not Shark. No, definitely not. Who was also a beast back then? Hernandez. Hernandez. Uh, Rhino. Because he was in TNA. Yeah,
1: my only concern about having Rhino inside of... Monster's Ball? Monster's Ball is him potentially breaking the ring. Well, he (laughs) won won the first one! I know. uh, But also, it'll be weird to have a Monster's Ball on a 4 side and not the six-sided.
0: True. Because
1: we've gotten so used to the decay versus the Hardy Boys... Inside of the six-sided monsters ball. Yeah. Although it would be kinda cool if they could get a six-sided ring for that.
0: And uh throwing Bully Ray. Now King of the Mountain is five guys.
1: But James Storm's definitely fucking. James Storm is in it, Bully Ray's in it. Then I would throw Hernandez. Can't throw on Hernandez. Okay. Are you participating? Um, no participants. Um, Ethan Page. Or sorry, not Ethan. Uh, God, what the fuck is that doing? <laughs> EC 3s not in there. Not I didn't. Not EC three. Ethan Page, or not Ethan, but um, pardon Norm. You're gonna put Josh Alexander in there? No, the other one. His tag team partner. Josh Alexander. The other one.
0: That's all I know. The two members of the North? I just said that.
1: You just said one of them.
0: Yes, Ethan Page and Josh yes. Alexander. And I've
1: been saying, Ethan Page wants to be in it. Okay. He even said on Twitter.
0: Okay, so we're going to do old and new on this. Yes. Alright, so if we got to throw in another new person, I'm going to throw in Moose. I agree. And um, then
1: the fifth... Put a wild card.
0: In. I, Okay. Someone who's not employed.
1: Yeah, someone who's not employed with the company. And has to come back. <laughs>
0: not, no, not Jeff Jarrett. No, definitely, uh, not Jared. De- definitely not Jarrett. Monty Brown. If he's still in shape, which I know he is, he can be the Raw card.
1: Yeah. Or, or Crimson. I was going to say, or Crimson. But, yeah. Ooh. One that we forgot. We could, or Crimson, or we could put in su- uh, Suicide. Because the rumor that I've heard is that Connolly is back in Impact Wrestling.
0: I'm sorry. If there's ever going to be a suicide, there has to be Daniels.
1: Or Loki. Or not Loki, but. Or uh, um, or Or TJ? Or TJ. Yeah. We're naming all the guys who
0: played Suicide, everyone. <laughs> well, Dan, or Kiyoshi. We forgot yeah. DJ. DJ didn't play Suicide. He did. It? No. The people who played Suicide, in my memory, are Daniels, Kazarian, Kiyoshi, TJP, and Caleb Conley. It might be more, it might be less, but those are the ones I remember. As he's looking it up right now. Yep. Oh, yeah, suicide. All right. You got it up? It's it Who played suicide? Let us know, everyone. Okay.
1: So, Loki provided the voice and motion capture. Oh, video game. yeah, that's video game. Okay, I don't know. Freaky Kazarian from Yep. 08 to 10. Yep. Christopher Daniels in 9. Mm-hmm. Kyoshi. Mm-hmm. TJP. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Grimson, or Gershon. Oh, I didn't know Gersham, that. Gersham. And Connolly.
0: Okay, so there's one guy we're missing. All right. That is our main event of the evening, guys. Thank you all for tuning in, and we will catch you the next time when we do this. There'll be a 3 sweet from us, and we are out.